0: you're listening to connect communities podcast recorded live in Stamford, connecticut if you'd like to know more about our community stop by our website
1: at www.connectcommunity.tv enjoy the message
0: as this is part three of our series better perspectives mm-hmm. and i've really enjoyed this series thus far it's been great mm-hmm. And uh, obviously, I shared with you, we are invited Austin to come and share. Uh, We've been talking about this idea of perspectives and been sharing some thoughts. And I believe many of the people watching, many of the people who are part of our church, even people beyond, uh, we have gone through something really significant together. And whenever you have life-altering experiences, it messes with your perspectives. And we get to see how important perspectives are yeah right
1: yeah and a lot of people are depressed i think too yeah from the isolation and it's true i think also just the like psychological exhaustion of not knowing when it this whole thing will be over like it's and it so really true. felt like in the spring it's like sweet it's beats and it's, in, it's in yeah. the can yeah and then you know i don't know talk lately has been a little bit more on the on the downward yeah, side um, exactly but yeah, it is. It's like mentally yeah. and psychologically. Yeah. Beginning exhausting.
0: of summer, everybody's like, all right, we're on the tail end. We're on the tail end. And now it seems like we're on a dip. Mm. Right. Yeah. In the dip. And then, oh, there are talks of lockdowns. And
1: no, nah, don't, don't. No. Say yeah. It. No. no, We're, we're not going to. Not going yeah. <laughs> to go there. No, let's not go there. <laughs> but here in
0: Stanford, there's already an indoor mask mandate. Oh, there is. Yeah.
1: I didn't even know that. Yeah.
0: The the, the mayor issued an indoor mask mandate for everybody. So next week we're going to we're going to have masks at church because we're going to we're going to follow the hearing this for the first time. I know. I'm (sighs) sorry. If you're hearing really at the gym, (laughs) I was like, if you're hearing this for the first time. I'm sorry, oh, that is,
1: I'm smiling, but inside I'm crying. Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> I don't, yeah, I, I, I don't know all the details if it applies to gyms, and uh, I, I'm yeah. pretty sure it does. Yeah. And I don't know for how long either, uh, but they're trying to bring the numbers down. and
1: mm.
0: Yeah. Anyways, we're not going to go down that rabbit trail. So let's go to the scripture, shall we? Sure. Let's do it. Um, we're going to go to a scripture in Isaiah 55. Why don't you read this one, Austin? Sure to the people. Yeah. You can read it here on the notes.
1: It says, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord that he may have compassion on him and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. Isaiah 55, 6 through 9. Amazing, right?
0: So there's this call to change of mind. Mm-hmm. There's this call to, hey, forsake your ways. Those things that are not working right, you got to let them go. Mm-hmm. Those things that are not functioning properly, you got to let them go, mm-hmm. right? And usually when we are in a position where we know the fault of, faults of our ways, we tend to want to hide. We tend to think that God doesn't have a plan for my life. Like, there's, there's no way. Mm-hmm. Um, and even the idea of God being present in such a time can be so elusive. It can almost feel like you're grasping at straws and it's like a, a Hail Mary thing, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you're thinking of a God because there's nothing else for you to think about. Yeah. And what Isaiah is talking about is, no there's something bigger going on. Yeah. There's something greater, right?
1: Yeah, I and I I think the, you know, the flip side, the deception of Satan is that in times of trouble, like we want we um have an illusion that we can get control yes. by sort of crack like cracking down, being, you know, hardening ourselves uh-huh. a little bit more, not being as uh as open to uh, open to God, That's open so good. to um, you know, contemplating on and and worshiping our Lord, and being you know more, more available and open to what He would have us do, and mm-hmm. we tend to try to control things. But what we end up doing is closing our mind off a little mm-hmm. bit to what what God would have us do, and we sever the line to, of faith that we're going to make it. You know, and we. We rationalize a you know a part of behavior or an attitude towards other people or um, or our own life that might be more hard and
0: that's so good yeah that's so good because uh, the picture that I had as you were sharing that is of a a you know when when you're when your head comes down because mm-hmm. you're so loaded and you're so uh, uh, weighty when we try to gather control and and stiffen as you were saying and harden our hearts because it's been so hard and I don't want anything else to get in and I don't want anything else it's almost as though we we limit our vision and we, we just I'm just going to take care of what's here right now because mm-hmm. this is all I can handle right now I don't want to know about anything that's going on over there
1: because
0: yeah. that can be too overwhelming
1: mm-hmm.
0: and all I'm going to do is be here and what God is saying is you don't have to handle that but I do want you to raise your head mm-hmm. and look beyond Yeah. Right? And, and, and go past this moment because this is not going to take you anywhere Yeah, looking down. So, your thoughts
1: are not God's thoughts and His thoughts are greater yeah. for your life. I think what's, yeah, what's also cool is like, it's talking about his thoughts and he doesn't, it isn't like his thoughts are just an, I mean, it's one thing for him to have thoughts and us for it to not impact us at all. It's like, you can have thoughts that don't Uh impact me Absolutely. But he's like, his thoughts are for, like, they're actually for us us, and they, they manifest in our, in our lives. Like his thoughts are to progress the church, progress our lives, bring like, bring life to this world and bring light, like bring life to any, any situation. Yes. And, um,
0: So how do you do that? Well, Romans, uh, the letter that Paul wrote brings one way that we can do that.
1: You want to read? Sure. Uh, It says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Awesome. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. That by testing, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Romans 12:1 through 2. Yes. Yeah.
0: Being conformed. We
1: quote the scripture a lot because
0: there's a lot in our world that tries to conform us. Mm-hmm. It's almost like, you know, you know, when you're making cookies and you have... Uh, this is a, a random analogy, but you have the dough spread on the counter on the stone and then you have the, sh- the shapey things. If you want to do like a, a, a star cookie or a heart cookie or like a man shaped mm-hmm. cookie, you just come in and you and you stamp the dough. Yep. I feel like that's what the world tries to do to our soul. Just stamp it yeah. and try to shape it. Mm-hmm. And conform it to its thoughts, to its priorities, to its uh, uh, um, levels of 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 importance, and, and which are contrary to what God has mm. set for us. So when it does that, what is it doing? It's 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 conforming us into a shape that we were not designed to.
1: Yeah, and I mean, yeah, especially. This past year there's I feel like I've I've noticed it where anyone and in myself where there's this um, it feels like there's a responsibility to mm-hmm. like know what's going on. Especially yeah. in the beginning of all of uh-huh. this past year, it felt like there was a responsibility for you to, to watch the news and yes. to hear what's going on for like for yourself and for your family and your friends, uh-huh. like to be able to be knowing what the, you know, mandates are, what the timeline is mm-hmm. for certain things. Eventually it became like a little bit too exhausting yeah. to to um get uh, into it. Part mostly because it it got so politicized. Yes. And and it became this this uh thing where like people were trying to conform like to I don't know. Uh-huh. Yeah, I go, yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna get yeah. too far into it, yeah, but yeah. there is it does feel like there is a, a force in this in this current day that's yeah. like trying to pit people against each other. And a lot of that is conforming you to thoughts and ideas that are contrary mm-hmm. to to God's ideas. Yeah. Like they're con they have no real renewal. It's like no. it's more just about There's no love. There's, there's not no, much love. There's no harmony. There's not much harmony. Yeah. But that and um and I and don't get me wrong, I feel like, you know, justice is a good thing. Yeah. But um uh but it needs to be I feel like it, there's also mercy and yes. like and 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 love. And act mm-hmm. and real healing actually mm-hmm. comes from from love. Like the source yeah. and the source of love is obviously God. Mm-hmm. Um, But, uh, but his, when we were talking about that previous uh, scripture of his thoughts being higher than our thoughts and his ways being higher than our ways, it's like, we should really take that to heart. It's like how that happens is how we understand his thoughts, his, um, his love is by, by having our own minds renewed Mm -hmm. where our emotions can sort of be muted, um, Mm -hmm. in a way that, that allows for God's love and his, um, for his mercy to come through. There's an aspect of being conformed to this patterns of this world where the world is able to try to uh, tell us, like, hey, if you buy this program or if you join, to be, for a uh-huh. particular example, it's like if you join Peloton uh-huh. and you ride this bike every day, you sweat it out, you, like, get un- get these motivational speakers talking to you, you're part of this Peloton family. Uh-huh. And, like, that will give you purpose. Yeah. Or, um, or belonging. Yeah, or belonging to a group, yeah. a tribe. I did not even use that term, but it's like clearly I don't know they they without there being um, God or without mm-hmm. there being you know this uh, the church really yeah. it's like God's people on this earth then there the can you end up giving yourself to this conformi- yeah. conformity of like yeah. something that's much smaller and yes. uh, and something that it clear like can. Almost like comically, like not fulfill you. (laughs) Like it's almost obvious when you look at
0: it. Well, everything that's macro depends on shaping the micro, Mm -hmm. right? So everything that has a, a pervasive effect on society has had to come to the individual and tweak the individual. That's why this passage is so important because you can't have a society that is all stressed out and all full of anxiety like we are we're i think the third most anxious country in the world and we're the wealthiest Mm -hmm. right there it should be the reverse and 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 we are not there for that to happen there has to be an effect on each individual each individual has to be feeling the same pressure and making similar choices Mm So there's, there's a bigger uh, idea at play. It's really how we see the world. That's why perspectives are really important. Because for you to change your existence in this macro idea that he's talking about, it feels like too overwhelming for you to overcome by yourself. Because it's everywhere. But it begins with us, each individual, being released and freed from the mindsets The ideas that are thrusted upon us, that Mm -hmm. are pressed on us, Um, there's this quote that you brought that I wanted to share with the people Mm -hmm. from a a hundred-year-old book, hundred and twenty-year-old almost. Yeah, almost. uh, uh, By this man by the name of uh, uh, G.K. Chesterton. It's a book that we both have read. Mm -hmm. So let's go through it, and I believe that this will be the second half of our message and the closing. Um, just to give you some, some practical ideas on how uh, to find that freedom, right? I'll read it. A small circle is quite as infinite as a large circle, but though it is quite as infinite, it is not so large. In the same way, the insane explanation is quite as complete as the sane one, but it is not so large. A bullet... Is quite as round as the world, but is not the world. Mm-hmm. There is such a thing as a narrow universality. There is such a thing as a small and cramped eternity. <sighs> wow. Yeah. Let's yeah. try to bring that to our reality here and unpack that. Yeah. It's a hundred years old, but it feels like it could be
1: written today. Yeah yeah it's great i feel like when i first read that i was like whoa mine mine explosion yeah read it a couple times yeah but uh and yeah i think what he's talking about here is that there there is this way to like rationalize and view the world that is complete and Uh has a universality to it that like we can we can make an explanation of of what's going on and um be satisfactory uh-huh. be satisfied in the uh, uh-huh. in the in the logic of it yes but almost completely unsatisfied with like yeah. with what it what the implications are yeah um, and again. I
0: feel like more and more because we're so full of noise that circle gets smaller and smaller mm-hmm. it's almost as though uh, before the advent of the internet I can still remember it you probably can't because there's a, a bit, of, a little bit of an age gap between you and me, not much, not too just much. a little bit, mm-hmm. but we're writing that gap. Of I grew up without Facebook, mm-hmm. I grew up without, you know, uh, I think the, the first, the first big one was MySpace, and uh, I was already a teenager when MySpace came out, so information, Google, wasn't a thing information was not as available and not as overwhelming. Mm-hmm. So explanation for the causality of certain things um, was available in a sense that provoked thought. You had to critically think about a problem and arri- arrive at a, at a conclusion. Mm-hmm. I feel like today when you face a problem, the answer is just given to you and say, this is it. This don't You don't have to understand it, just this is it. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's a small circle, yeah. Because you're not you're not engaging, even your mind. You're just borrowing somebody else's definition mm-hmm. and somebody else's idea of what it is. Yeah. Because there's so much out there mm-hmm. that you just you it, almost like you have to pick which idea you embrace without giving any thought.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I I think um, par- probably part of yeah the anxious feeling that we have is that our soul knows that if if we're right like yeah and if um if our view of the world is correct like then there's really not much hope it's like uh-huh. where does my hope come from does exactly it does it come from you know a certain president being president does yes it, does it come from uh you know people giving i, I don't know everybody like, agreeing everybody, everybody agreeing like yeah. Where does it come from? And mm-hmm. I it uh, denies this exterior, this exterior reality, or this um, this force that comes from outside of the yeah. situation. Like, where does my help come from? I feel like when you look to the hills, yeah, where does yeah. my help come from? It comes from the Lord. Like, and the Lord is is this external force yeah. that's like the most bipartisan, like, uh-huh. like I and uh and just yeah, in our lives, like he. It's the, the essence of truth. Yeah, it's the essence yeah. of truth, it's the essence of love, and um and the Lord, yeah, is yeah. is this external force that's he, going to he provide. He is
0: the largest circle yeah. that we could possibly imagine in terms of this quote, right? Yeah. Like he is the largest kind of eternity. It's an expansive eternity. Yeah.
1: And we're um we're expected like we can either try to cramp the whole world into our, into our own heads and yeah, in, a, in an attempt to control um, our outcomes. Uh-huh. Uh, or we are invited to, the etern- to heaven. Like yeah. heaven on earth is what, what, you know, the kingdom is near. When yeah. Jesus came, he came to bring heaven onto this earth and yeah. for us to be citizens of this expansive eternal yeah. kingdom.
0: So practically... Right? How does that work? Because we, we were we were chatting about this quote, and I wrote something down for the people. This idea that we can't perceive what God can perceive, which is rooted in the passage that we first read. Mm. Right? His thoughts are higher. So practically, applying this idea that God's circle is bigger and our circle is small. If we were try to, to try to engineer our life, which we are all encouraged to do mm-hmm. if we were trying to look inwardly only for every solution every decision every aspect of our future um it would quickly divulge into hopelessness mm-hmm. because there's not a lot there in all of us i don't i don't care how smart you are and how brilliant you are you have to look outside of yourself mm-hmm. uh, even to learn and grow yeah. that's how we that's how we learn that's how we grow um, but the idea of God and his wisdom and, and, and his plan, we we're just talking about you and your wife. Mm-hmm. I think about that alone. Mm-hmm. Where'd you guys grow up?
1: So I grew up in the Boston area and my wife, Sarah, grew up in the Philadelphia area. So, so five hours apart. Yeah.
0: So. Still yeah. two completely different yeah. regions. Mm-hmm. But where did you guys summer?
1: So we would both, we both had, you know, uh, I grew up vacationing at a lake up in New Hampshire called Lake Winnipesaukee, And she as well would vacation up there every summer as well.
0: So So you guys are swimming in the same lake?
1: Yeah, going to the same little like towns and getting ice cream at the same place. Like we know all the same places from there. But But you never knew each other. We never knew each other. And uh, when I first met her, we actually met in South Carolina um, at Clemson. And she was wearing a Lake Winnipesaukee sweatshirt. So and in South Carolina, no one knew. About yeah, yeah, This lake in New Hampshire. So, wow. Yeah. Well, wow. It was. Yeah, it was pretty cool. That. Like, yeah. yeah.
0: Now, by then, did you know the Lord? Were
1: you Were you like, uh, at that uh, point? Yeah. When we met, yeah. we did. I did know the Lord. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: So you had already had your salvation transformation. And, oh yeah. And you were like, your your eyes were open
1: to God's ways. Totally. Yeah. 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 No. And. Uh, yeah, and I think even that, because I, I would say I was, I um, had accepted the Lord, but it was, I, like, had come from also from up here, where people don't get married till like, much later, and, uh-huh. like, none of my friends were thinking about getting married, and I had gone down to South Carolina, where, like, people get married really early, and it was, uh-huh. like, culturally, like, very bizarre for me, I was uh-huh. like, there's no way, like, I don't know, I would that was something that God really did transform my perception uh-huh. of marriage, and, like, I had grown up thinking it was a bad thing because I was it was yeah. very restrictive, yeah. and uh, and it, I was told that it would be a um, it would be a contraction of freedom, uh-huh. but like actually that was one thing where God yeah. re- rewired my brain and was like actually reperceive what this is yeah. because you can enter into a, a relationship that's full of freedom and you can yes. enter into this future that's full like yeah. way more full of freedom than way more than would freedom. have been if you had stayed and single f- and free
0: of worry, yeah, and free of the weights of you know yeah that come with. A single life.
1: Yeah, I think. Yeah, that's yeah. true. It's like cool how scripture, the what God teaches you through scripture, yeah. and like. How old were you guys when you got married? I was twenty-five and Sarah was twenty-two. Uh, I think that's 22. awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. I got yeah. married
0: at nineteen. I tell people that they're like, "What?" <laughs> I was an old man at nineteen, though. Yeah. Yeah, I I feel like uh, parts of and this is due to ministry too. I got involved in ministry really early and some some aspects of my life i was very unexperienced but in other aspects there's something about life with god that just matures you and helps you see life the way it's supposed to be yeah so um in in my reality people got married a little older too yeah and it was my dad even who's a pastor was like you want to get married now are Mm -hmm. you sure like there was a lot of testing and the families that were not christian the joke was like when is the baby coming i was like mm-hmm. no like that's not how we live like yeah. we're not we're not even there yet yeah. physically but we just have this conviction that we're supposed to uh live together for the rest of our lives and why because even though we can't perceive what god can perceive he he puts in conviction in our hearts through faith yeah that this is the path you can't see it but this is the way yeah right yeah. And this is part of what J.K. Chesterton is guiding us. Like, there's a bigger circle. Yeah. There's a bigger way to do this. Yeah. And, and God is trying to guide you there. You're not going to understand it all, but man, you're so wanted.
1: Yeah. I think this, yeah, this past year, especially, like this, um, Back in February, um, I told you know my whole story, but yeah. I I had uh, lost my job um, due to the pandemic. I was given our my whole company went under, so wow! It was uh, talking about perception shift. Like this yeah. was a company that I looked up to um, along for my whole childhood and yeah. during my whole career or like uh, academic career. I was like yeah. thinking this would be an awesome company to work for. Security, right? Security. I was. It's in Stable. It's in this area, and yeah. I was like and. Um, a big movie studio and I was like this is what I've you know want to do and I could see myself like kind of moving into these positions and and moving up and like and uh opportunities opening themselves to me and And, you got there and I got there um and yeah and I was there I and I was and it was going great (laughs) um for the most part I was uh I think everyone was kind of stressed with the whole work from home Uh thing but uh but then um it uh all went under and um and the studio closed and um and it was yeah, it was quite sad. It was it's one thing to like lose your job, but to have like everyone lose their yeah, job. Yeah, it's the not same like time. you
0: you it didn't work anymore, but the studio is still there. Yeah, and it's, there's no it's place still, to they're to still go go back. producing what you love.
1: Yeah, so and it was yeah, the end of an era for a, it felt like animation to, yeah. yeah for a particular yeah form of animation, and um, it was very sad. It was yeah. like a hard time to go through, but I think at the same time there was this. uh like my, like my that that circle. I was think. Er, God really did reshape my perceptions because all could of a sudden. Could you see beyond that? I could. I got you know because of my faith. I yeah. I was really leaning into my faith, uh-huh. and um, and I think what with faith, you know, this I was talking about this before. Yeah. I kind of like conceptualize. Like there's sort of this, this ocean and God gives us the tools to navigate the ocean. He gives us our, our, um, you know, mental ability, Uh our, uh, physical ability to be able to like, to navigate this world Uh if we are open to him. But like we, our vessel is just moving through, you know, moving Uh through this big world. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, I think, uh, sorry.
0: No. Yeah. I think, I think you're, you're getting, um, you're getting to the point of, Losing a job is something very traumatic, and some of you might have done that. You might have gone through the process of losing your job and a career that you've dreamed your whole life, like Austin, um, the company just shut down. And now, do you have to uproot yourself and find a a competitor across the country uh, and and live far away from family and all the life that you dreamed uh, uh, that you were going to live in the Northeast has to be transported because of a career Or is there something else? And what we see is that sometimes we, we try to live life in our way and shape things our way. And our way has only a few, a few uh, um, exits or even only a small way to perceive the next step. And what we realize quickly is that our way makes our world small yeah so you're talking about the ocean God is yeah. taking us to the ocean without God what we try to do
1: yeah so yeah what let's I reduce to, that right yeah but I, I think yeah life with faith and with God is is being equipped like with the tools to navigate this world yeah with with, inti- with all of the characteristics of the Holy Spirit mm. and uh, or you know a good portion of them as much as we can yeah. try and uh And the portion that God gives us Um, and with our abilities that God gives us we're meant to navigate this expansive world but for with our own ability what we try to do is if we try to do it within our own power we try to minimize the world Mm. make it much smaller Mm. and something that we can control Um, so that would be you know like if my job was still here and just like keep you know keep working on it and like try to write try to set in stone what we're doing uh-huh. rather than what I think God wants us to do is is sort of rough sketch out like what yeah. you know what our life is going to be like yeah. to allow opportunities for him to come in or allow for the unexpected to happen yes. and have it not shake us to the core yeah. not have like a loss of a job or a loss of a loved one or a lot or, you know losses um, totally wreck our lives because it isn't about the thing that we're creating it's about the thing that he's creating wow wow
0: also, what happens is if we're if we're in this big ocean, right? The big circle. And we don't have God. It can feel so overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And what we try to do is to curate a lit- limited version of what's so expansive that is almost like bite-sized. Almost like something that we can control, right? So it would almost be like digging a pool mm-hmm. and calling that our, our ocean mm-hmm. and feeling like we can control this, we can handle this. Yeah. So I, I'll, I'll build a beautiful backyard that I can maintain, flowers that I can cut and, and prune and in and a pool. And I'll call that my ocean and I can swim in it. I know every corner of it. I know every part of it. And Conceptually, it feels great because I can control it, like it's within the scope of my understanding. Mm-hmm. But our soul was made for the open waters.
1: Yeah, your soul will become dissatisfied yes. in a small ocean.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. which that represents, right? The career you had it, mm-hmm. the 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 house, the car, but without the life of God, it's just like that tame backyard that you. You will enjoy for a minute and then your mind will begin to wonder, I wonder what else is there.
1: Yeah, I think, yeah, we we're meant for the ocean. Yeah. And without God, you know, as I was saying, like, I feel like without God, it's, or it's impossible to navigate it. Yeah. So you can't, like, there's a temptation, I think, even if you have it all to yeah. abandon things. And I was talking about this even before yeah. we started recording, how some people will just gaslight their lives and yes. have an affair or do something that's out 100%. of God's will. Um, in an attempt to get back to the ocean, yeah. but then in that case, if you don't if you don't try to um, navigate it with God, then you will end up yeah. there without a ship, without yeah. direction, yeah. and drown drowning. But even
0: without God, our soul desires the open waters. Mm-hmm. It wants the unexplored. It wants the unknown. Yeah. It wants to to look out with hope that there is something else, mm-hmm. and maybe you might be in that position in that situation where. It's not that life is terrible. It's just that life is numb and
1: bland. Yeah. There's no awe or like, yeah, there's no mystique to like the, you know, the wonders of God.
0: It's, It's a tame backyard that you've curated for yourself. And you're swimming in this pool and you know where the jets are. You know where the filter is. You know where the little, you might have painted a little shark or put some fish in it. (laughs) The picture is expanded, but it's 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 out of your own imagination that you have curated it and you're looking elsewhere thinking, man, there's got to be something more. Um, And that's what that quote says. You've you've you have a circle and it's infinite, but it's not as infinite as the bigger circle. Mm -hmm. It's not it's not as expansive as God's circle. It's not as inclusive. It's not as mind-boggling. It's not as uh, uh, mind-opening. And you might be wishing and desiring for something else. And everything that you've heard or experienced about Christianity, from CNN or Fox or MSNBC or Instagram or Facebook, is cuckoo, right? Is politically uh, warped or is just superficial or is just aligned with this idea of prosperity and uh, health and wealth. And when, when the gospel and life with God is so much deeper than all that. God wants you to have an abundant life free of, of sin, yes. But there's so much more. He wants your life to be shaped and to become and your gifts to be uh, 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 not only exercised, but discovered and expanded in a world and reality connected to other people where you are an integral part and you're making a difference. Mm -hmm. So you lost your job. And for a moment, we talked about it because you guys had just bought a house.
1: Yeah, we just bought a house in Stanford. Planting my flag. Yes.
0: <laughs> planting your flag and putting roots in, which we celebrated. Yeah. And then it was like a month later.
1: Yeah. I was like, well, I guess I have be pretty much everywhere else. I and your wife that.
0: was also... Her job wasn't really satisfying her at that moment. She was thinking yeah. of switching.
1: Yeah. So there was a an idea of like, well, I guess we'll probably go to California because that's where all the opportunities I was, I was getting. Because you're in, in animation. Animation, uh, video games, stuff like that. Yeah. So... Um, uh, but yeah, but then out of, yeah, the, uh, happenstance, like a few things happened and I ended up with a job that allowed me to stay, uh, stay here. So, yeah. and because you saw God's way. Yeah.
0: And God's way expands our world. Yeah. So you were in the studio thinking video animation movies is my life. And then God comes in and brings
1: mm-hmm. Gaming yeah video gaming so yeah and it's yeah it's it's sort of it It wasn't in your horizon it was yeah i had always thought you know it could be so it could be oh yeah it like i like i said you know it isn't it's uh with this i just was it's just open you know and just listening to god and taking my time each morning because i did have several opportunities in the end to like choose from but this one um yeah seemed like the the best one
0: so okay i I want to I know part of your story, and I'm gonna to try to be sensitive to whatever you want to share. And but there's a beautiful and powerful thing that we can close on, which is first of all, okay, your wife got a new job, mm-hmm. so she's in a job that she's enjoying right now. Yep. You you guys, uh, this is since February, and you you chose this job that you're at now, but you had another opportunity mm. that offered you more money.
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: And you, you, something in your spirit said, I shouldn't choose that. I should choose this one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I won't get too much into it. Yeah. But yeah. But uh, it was fortunate that I did because, yeah, that would have ended up in a... I would have ended up probably in a worse situation. Yeah. You called I me the other there. day
0: saying that that company is in trouble.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately.
0: Unfortunately. But um, because God knows. Yeah, it is. If yeah. you were living by the... the, If you were living by this, the... The priorities in the systems of this world more money is at the top of the list yeah because more money means better opportunity okay. and it's not like the company wasn't stable mm-hmm. it, these were all reputable companies but something in your spirit said don't pick the more money pick this route okay. and you follow god's way and now you know yep. yeah loving every minute of it
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's right Uh, Listen, I hope this conversation has encouraged you because uh, from the outset, uh, we try to introduce all of these things that we're all facing and that you might be facing. There are some things that we're all facing together, but there are certain things that only you are facing and only you are going through. And God wants you to prosper. He wants you to get through this. And, and one very important thing that you need is to develop a better perspective. If you can, if you can break the mold, expand your circle, expand uh, your mind, and embrace the way that God has for you, we believe God's way will expand your world. And you might feel like you're stuck right now. You might feel like you are living a life that is um, not full of joy not full of wonder maybe you're married married and your marriage is not doing good and the temptation from the enemy is you need a new relationship you need a new marriage can I challenge you to have a better perspective for your marriage Mm -hmm. you might not you, you don't need a new marriage you need a better perspective both of you need a better perspective just to rise break the mold and and allow God to bring some life into your marriage maybe you don't need a new career. Maybe you don't need a new house, a new living situation. What you need is a better perspective and allow God to bring His life into your situation Mm -hmm. so that He can shape it according to His will. And if you do that, I believe the life of Christ will transform you in such a way that you will never be the same. And you will be the one giving a testimony and sharing like Austin of the wonderful things God has done in your life because you chose to surrender to Him. Will you do that today? Will you allow the life of God to enter your home, to enter your family, to enter your relationship with your kids, to enter the way you see your job, even the way you see the season that we're going through as as a nation, and allow your heart to be open to God's way, which is higher than our ways. I want to invite you to have a relationship with Christ. And some of you, you've grown cold toward God. You haven't had a relationship with Christ in a long time. Let me invite you to pray a simple prayer of dedication, a simple prayer of surrender, so that you can begin this journey everywhere. Whether you're driving or at home, if you can close your eyes, you can, I ask you to close your eyes right now and repeat after me. Say, Dear Jesus, come into my heart. I ask you to be my Lord and my Savior. Guide my life. Expand my vision. Expand my world. Expand my horizon. I surrender everything to you. Forgive me of my sins. I repent. And I ask you to guide me from this day forward as my Lord and my Savior. Amen. Listen, if you pray that simple prayer, we believe you were born again. Something beautiful started. And God is calling you to a new life. Do three things, okay? Allow today to be a day of new beginnings. This is a video that you watched. This is a online service that you watched, but God spoke to you. So trust in that. And tomorrow morning, uh, this afternoon, whenever you watch this, allow your mind to receive the new and say, this is a new beginning. This is a new day in my life. Second thing is be connected to other people of our like-minded faith and, and come, come to our in-person services if you can. If you're in an area where you can't drive to our church, find a good bible-based church where you can be a part of this is a life to be lived in community so we are going to be together at stanford high school uh, this coming sunday uh, uh, august 22nd but if you're watching this a little later go to our website connectcommunity.tv look at our schedule and come be part of our one of in-person services and number three is connect to god through the scriptures read your bible every single day It'll change your life. The scriptures are like seeds. And I like a quote from Pastor John Osteen. He used to say, uh, put the word of God in you when you don't need it, because when you need it, it'll be there. So read the scriptures, allow it to change your life. And we believe you will never, ever be the same. We love you so much. Thank you for being part of this service. Uh, Thank you, Austin, for joining us today. This is an invigorating conversation, a a mind-expanding conversation. Uh, conversation. And I believe it blessed many people. Um, We thank you for, for watching. We'll see you in person next Sunday and have a great time together. God bless you, everybody. Have a great week.